Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Ohio Huntsman Podcast. This week on the show, we're talking through the, uh, I guess it's it's not the summary. The summary is what comes out at the end of the year. We're talking through the harvest reports that the ODNR puts out. Gives you how many deer have been killed, broken down by week. They also break it out antlerless versus antler deer. And just we're just going to kind of have a discussion, a little roundtable discussion on what we're seeing, trends we're seeing, comparing it to the previous year, comparing it to week to week. Before we get into that, I want to remind everybody that we have shirts. So if you go on social media, Facebook or Instagram, you should be able to find a link to where you can purchase shirts. They, uh, as we mentioned last week, they are lucky shirts. So there's a good chance that you will become more successful in the woods by, and, and probably just in life in general. You'll probably be happier and more fulfilled if you wear one of these shirts. I've also noticed that they make your muscles look far larger. So that's another benefit. And uh, what else? What else about the shirts? What else? Uh... By the time this podcast release, we should have short sleeve, long sleeve, and hoodies. Hoodies, yes. So we should have hoodies as well, which the hoodies are even better. Right. 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 So you're definitely going to want to get one of each and, you know, help us out. So get yourself a shirt. We are also doing a giveaway, trail camera giveaway. Who doesn't want to win a free trail camera? If I could win, I'd be entering, but I can't win, so I'm not going to enter. But it's a stealth camera. It's got all the goodies that you're going to need. It's got the SD card reader, so you can look at the pictures right on your phone while you're sitting in your stand. It's got the SD card. It's even got eight batteries, Duracell batteries, not cheap Chinese batteries, Duracells, copper tops, the good stuff. Are so, Duracells not made in China? Do you know where they're made? I don't know okay. where they're made, but I also know that they're better than the dollar store batteries. Right. Deal. I'm guessing so, they're not made in China, but I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know. That's I a just, good question. I just didn't know. I know they make... They, I don't know if these batteries in particular are made in China. I know they make batteries in China because I, I, in a previous job, we sold a product that included batteries, and they were definitely made in China batteries. So but they were Duracells. I hit, oh. a, I hit a Google on it. Um, Duracell has three plants in the United States. Cleveland. What? Cleveland, Tennessee. Oh, oh you <laughs> tricked there. Lancaster, jokes. South Carolina, and LaGrange, Georgia. Elsewhere. All, all three of those also... are cities in Ohio as well. There were... <laughs> yeah, that is correct. They Fun are. fact. Fun fact. Uh, they also make them in Belgium and China. Dongguan, China. So. <laughs> Jeff, grow up, <laughs> that's, dude. It's <laughs> a real city. <laughs> no, so. it was... It was Jacob's face here. Oh. oh. Makes people laugh. Yeah. He's got a funny face. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow, we got really derailed Anyhow, there. Yeah, yeah, derailed. Okay. So, it comes with the batteries, and we, we're going to stand by that they are made in America. Yeah. We're, we're 50% sure that that statement is true. Right. 50% of the time. Right. So, trail camera giveaway. Again, social media. Hit us up on social media. If you're not catching the trend here, follow us on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, because that's where you're going to find out 
about these hot exciting tips. things, hot tips, giveaways, shirts, hoodies, all the works, right? That's how you're going to keep up to date with all of this stuff. So follow us on Facebook. We are Ohio Huntsman on Facebook, Ohio Huntsman podcast on Instagram. Subscribe to the show while you're at it. That way you get notified of new episodes. And one other favor I'll ask is subscribe using the Radio Public app. That helps us, helps support the show. It's just like listening on any other platform. Works on Android and iPhone. You can listen on your computer while you're at work when you should be working, but instead you're listening to us. So kudos. And that helps support the show as well. So if you could, use the Radio Public app or the Radio Public link to their web player to listen to the show, I would uh, greatly appreciate it. So with that being said, we are going to get into the deer harvest numbers. I keep wanting to call it the summary, but the summary is the report that they put out at the end of the year once they've collected all the data, which if you guys aren't reading the summary, you should. There's tons, they put tons of charts and graphs and trends over, over time. Definitely be reading the summary reports when they put them out at the end of the year. These are just the numbers through week seven of hunting season, which is through November 14th. So that includes from the start of season up until, I guess what you would call probably peak breeding of the rut time. So with that, I guess we'll start off comparing. Now we don't have trend data over time, but we're just looking at comparing 2017 to 2018 numbers. So at the end of week seven, in 2018, we have a total harvest of 54,308 deer as compared to last year with 56,675. The numbers are the numbers. I don't, you know, I don't know how much the number itself matters, but what, what we're looking at is those numbers are down 4% from 2017 to 2018. I think another interesting thing that you'll that you'll find from that if you look at these numbers is we started off 2018 way down compared to 2017. The first two weeks were down, the first week was down 20%, the second week was down 23%. And then since then we've we've kind of caught up and and the two years have sort of, you know, there's not a huge 20 to 23% gap. You're looking at a um, you know, week six, we were up 1% in 2018. Now at this point, we're down 4%. And these are, again, these are total numbers increasing as the season goes on. So week one plus week two plus week three, right? We're comparing 2017 to 2018. Anything else you guys found interesting about that or that you want to mention? Well, the first thing that I kind of want to mention here is just because we're down 4 percent compared to last year i do not feel that it's any reason to start panicking yeah um there's been a lot of factors that make the deer hard to hunt um the weather hasn't really been great for most of the season um you know it was hot and then it was rainy and then it was windy and you know conditions haven't been great um there was a very good acorn mass production this year which makes deer hard to pattern Especially early. Right, right. And also, uh, now that we're getting a little later in the season, um, a lot of the crops are staying on the fields a little longer this year. Yep. So that's really uh, having an effect. So 
I would not panic and I would kind of be excited about the deer harvest being a little low at this point because that means there's plenty of deer left in the there's woods. There's more left, right? There you go. Yeah. And I, and again, you know, we're still early in the season, right? This is only through week seven. Do anybody know how many weeks there are total in deer season? I do not. Should have looked that up before yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, that would have been helpful to know. Yeah. Like what percentage through the season we were yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next time, because we'll probably do another one of these, you know, as we get farther through the season, yeah. see how, how the numbers are, are tracking. But the next thing we looked at was the year-to-year comparison by week. So so the first set of numbers, like I said, were cumulative numbers. So week one plus week two plus week three. The second set of data that we, we kind of put together, given the numbers that the ODNR publishes, is... Comparing week one of 2017 to week one of 2018. And you can see, you know, you can sort of infer some things about what that means. You know, maybe the first opening weekend of deer season one year was crummy weather and and people didn't hunt. Or, you know, you can, using that data, you can kind of compare on a week by week basis 2017 to 2018. So I would say interesting things here. We, again, the first couple weeks were down on a week by week basis. So we're down. Um, and, and we also broke this out by antlered and antlerless. So the first week, so the start of season through October 3rd, we were down 16% on antler deer harvest. The second week, October 3rd through October 10th, we were down 26%. And then the third, and this is again, antler deer, so bucks, the second, or excuse me, the third week, we jumped up, we were up, the buck harvest was up 52%. So that third week is October 10th through October 17th. And I'm trying to think back, did that align with that cold front that came through in early, like we got that early cold mm-hmm. snap? I, I think it might have been. So, yes. I think and it might have been. So ma- that sense. might be why you're seeing that big jump in harvest numbers on right. bucks and, and, and does. Does were up 46% that same week three, comparing 2017 to 2018. The one thing, just as I kind of jumping back a little bit, but you can kind of talk about it in either category that does surprise me is I am surprised that our doe harvest is not up because of the new public land laws in Ohio, or I'm sorry, I take that back down more than it is. Mm. Um, because I'm, I'm surprised that it's not down more because the, you know, I only allowed to shoot one doe on public land. Right. Um, and then, Kind of on the flip side of that, and maybe this is what balances it out, I'm surprised that the early weeks aren't higher because you lose the ability to harvest does after gun season on public land. Well, and did they, but did they lower the amount of counties that you can use the antlerless tags this year? Because that's, okay, because that would, that would, I see. So this, the way we did our data here, no, because you're still, this is tagged antlerless deer, whether you're using an either sex tag or an antlerless tag. Yes. Okay. Uh, they might, I don't know, they might have. I don't remember, but yeah. I feel like there are fewer counties that you can use the antlerless tags in this year than there was last. Do you know, yeah, Jeff? I'm you know? not positive on that. I might I, be making that up. I don't know. But, but I yeah. just kind of, I kind of expected to see a spike early in antlerless deer because 
guys were going to feel like they got to get their dough on the ground because late season when a lot of people hunt the does, um, you know, for meat or whatever, um, they can't. So I was expecting to see a spike early, but the trend is pretty consistent across the board, antler, antler list total. So I think it was more weather dependent. I don't think it really had any impact on yeah, when yeah. guys chose to harvest antlerless versus antlered. It doesn't seem like there was any difference. Right. I expected that new law to have a pretty large impact on uh, how on hunter behavior. Right. I expected to see uh, buck harvest up because people, instead of shooting that second doe, would be shooting a buck to get the meat. You know, people who are hunting for meat. Right. Um and I expected the doe harvest um, to be down because they could only harvest one doe. Um, but that is, so far, it doesn't appear that that's happening, that it's influencing hunter behavior uh, to that level, you know, to a noticeable amount. Well, and I wonder, too, if that's maybe indicative of the amount of available public land in Ohio, right? I mean, you don't right. have a ton of public land. Or there, you know, there's also the the ever present misreporting, right? Oh, I shot that on a private right. so that I can continue to hunt, sort of thing. You know, that's also a possibility. <clears throat> no way to quantify that. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not a statistician, but it's interesting to uh, pontificate on, right? right? So, anything else interesting from like the week to week comparison that you guys wanted to touch on? Um, I mean, when I was looking, there was a lot of talk this year about an early rut. The rut was going to come early. The rut was going to come early. Um, I don't, looking at the numbers, um, I mean, there was a jump the first week in November. So October, I guess, November 1st through November 7th, uh, there was a increase of 15% on antler deer, 13% on antler list deer. Um, But I feel like that probably weather related I would think I don't know what the weather was like the first week of November last year um, but I know this year that first week of November uh, I think the weather was semi-decent Friday I hunted that November 2nd or something and it was rainy pretty much all well the e- it dried out in the evening but it rained all night like the first into the second and it was still pretty wet in the woods right. Friday morning but yeah, I think I hunted that weekend and had to deal with, with a lot rain? of flooding. Was you know, it, 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 it rained so it was wet end of the the week. So then the weekend, it the woods were very wet. I was dealing with a lot of flooding. Right. So, I mean, Which I don't know. Maybe affects it, things. Right. And maybe that is indicative of an earlier chasing period. Um, because if you look at the following week, which is your, I guess, most commonly traditional week of rut, so to speak. Um you're talking first. week six to week seven, November 6th yeah. through the 13th. So if you look at, yes, November, uh, I guess it would be November 8th through the 14th. No, you're looking at, so the, the weeks are different. The dates sorry, are sorry. different. I'm looking at last 18. year. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So it'd be seven through or six through 13. Yeah. That week was down 13% for antler 19 and 15% overall. So maybe that, I mean, I don't know, maybe that is indicative of more deer being locked up at that point and not moving. Um, but weather also does play a role in that. Um, I know we hunted that week 
But here's a good one that'll blow your mind, though, right? If you're looking at that, if you go to the next group of data that we put together, it compares week to week. So week one of 2018 to week two of 2018 to week three of 2000, you know, and mm -hmm. then the same thing for 2017. And if you look at 2017 data, week five, which was from October 24th through October 31st, the antler, the buck harvest was up 177%. From the previous week. From the previous week. So that's not even into October. Right. Right. And they didn't say anything last year about an early no. rut. Right. But you had a huge jump in right. antlered harvests in late October in 2017. Right. It's clearly a big jump. It's also interesting to me to, like I've never compiled the data this way. I always kind of pay attention to the harvest numbers, but I've never looked at it this way. But just to watch the, not only the antlered harvest go up as you go through week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but just the total deer harvest go up from week to week, which, you know, I wonder how much of that is just more guys are getting into the woods. It, it feels more like, <clears throat> it feels more like hunting season. Right. Or they're getting into the woods because it's the rut and I need to be hunting. And how much of that is just that the deer are up moving more during daylight hours. And so you're getting more opportunity. It's a, um, I guess an interesting thing to think about what I think the one takeaway is you should definitely like your, the deer harvest numbers are going up as you go. The buck harvest especially goes up as you go as you get up into like that week seven. So that's definitely time frame you should be in the woods. For example, 2018, going from week five to week six, the buck harvest went up 96%. And then if you look at a two-week period, so if you go from week five to week seven, the buck harvest went up 177%. So if you want to shoot a big giant buck, hunt those couple weeks, weeks five through seven of the deer season. You heard it here on the Ohio Huntsman podcast. Hopefully yeah. next year you shoot a big giant buck because we collected data and we analyzed data. So another interesting thing that I, I wanted to point out is we were getting ready to record this. We, we got an email from the ODNR stating the youth gun season harvest numbers. So in 2017, the youth season was 4,958 deer. 2018 was 6,563 deer. So from 17 to 18, the youth season harvest went up 32.4%, which is a pretty big jump, really, for those that two-day gun season for, for the youth. Hopefully that means there's youth, more youth participating. But it might, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, though, last... I feel like the weather was horrible was last year. was crummy last year youth yeah. season in 2017 yeah if i remember I like correctly. the weather was really bad so it's hopefully it's a there's more people participating right but it there's probably a big weather factor there that that contributed but right. just another like interesting had, data point they had some pretty perfect weather this last weekend yeah yeah especially i mean in terms of having kids in the woods you know i mean it wasn't bitter cold but it was cold enough to where you weren't sweating either right and it was pretty good weather right. to have kids out. Yeah, and we saw a lot of uh, a lot of stuff on social media about you know youth getting out there and having some success. So congratulations to any of the youth that uh, were out there and 
either got their first deer or, or got a deer in general and just were able to participate in, in the youth season. That's always a, a good time. I know Jeff, you've got a lot of stories from the youth season with dad, yeah, you know, going yeah. down to the cabin or whatever. And cause right when I started getting into hunting, you know, I was old enough to start hunting was when the youth seasons started, you know, they, that's the, the first years of youth season were when I was starting to hunt. So yeah, I have good memories, you know, from, uh, youth deer season, youth turkey season. So, yeah. I mean, dad really took the opportunity, uh, with youth turkey season to get out there cause he was pretty new to turkey hunting, but he really took that opportunity to get out there and practice calling, right? Try stuff, and... you know, because there wasn't a bunch of people in the woods. So he would, you know, get out there and practice calling. Yeah. So what else, what else did it, did we want to talk about? I think an interesting thing week one to week two and I think this is just an, an opening weekend excitement thing, right? You get a you get a spike in opening weekend, and then it drops off. So both years, 2017, from week one to week two, your your harvest numbers drop. In 2017, they went down 52%. That's buck and doe, antlered and antlerless. In 2018, they went down 58%. But we had a much bigger rebound in the second week, or excuse me, the third week, in 2018 so they were down 58 percent in 2018 so comparing again we're comparing week one of 2018 to week two of 2018 we were down 58 percent then comparing week three to week two we were up 184 percent whereas last year week two to week three we we, we, we were up but we were only up 35%. Yeah, and another thing to take note of is uh, just the way that the ODNR keeps their data, their deer harvest data. Um, that first week is actually a little skewed um, in the negative because that first week is actually only a four-day week. Yeah, that's right. It's not a full week. Yeah, the season starts on Saturday, and they run their weeks to Tuesday. Yep. So it, that was only a four-day week. I also noticed that some of these like were through Tuesday and some of them were through Wednesday. So I, I don't know if that was just like when they had a chance to record the numbers or uh, I, I you know anything about that. This year was kind of weird. They, I believe all the data runs through Tuesday, but they publish them on Wednesday. So some of them were the published date was the date that they, they put on there when actually the data only ran through Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I also think that maybe they were trying to match up the weeks a little better this year. Because, oh, okay. yeah, they, they, they kind of switched things up on us, you know, like three weeks in. They kind of switched how some of the stuff, how, how some of the reporting was being done. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, obviously the cumulative numbers are going to continue to go up as the season goes on, right? Week seven plus week eight plus week nine, right? Those numbers continue to go up. It'll be interesting to see how they compare to 2017 to 2016. I always like kind of comparing like, you know, maybe a three-year history or something to see how things are doing. But what I'm, because again, like I said, I haven't really looked at it in this way. I'm, I'm interested to see how the week-to-week numbers, because right now we're on an upward trend, right? If you, if you graph the week one versus week two versus week three, those, th- those data points keep going up. 
more or less. They're trending upward. But at some point, right, those numbers are going to level off and, and and or maybe start to go down, right? As you get past gun season, right. you might I mean, see... Yeah, they're going to spike. Right. The, the number of spike for sure. yeah. deer gun harvested during gun season is going to be a major spike. Right. So it'll be it'll be interesting to to see how that data sort of plays out on a week to week basis as the season goes on, and you know how many deer are harvested in late January. You know if you're mm-hmm. getting down into the single digits, or I, I don't know. I've never really paid that close of attention to it. But anything else we want to cover on the the harvest numbers through week seven? I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I guess other than just to kind of group like you said group some weeks together i mean week five six and seven is your rut you would say and based on that the um deer harvest during the rut is down this year from last year yes so just based on strictly numbers last year was a better rut than this year whether well, people week agree six. with that was better this year. Week five was down, if you're right. looking at total, right? Week right. five was down 26%. Six was up. Up right. 14%. Right. And then week seven, we're down again 15%. Right. So, I mean, yeah, looking at the three weeks together, if you assume that's your rut, that three-week period, you know, we're down. Right, overall, you're, overall. you're down. So, but like you said, that week six, which would have been the quote-unquote early rut, so to speak, right after Halloween. I mean, I don't know what people were considering early, but that was definitely up. So it's just kind of curious. I'm kind of interested in to see how that kind of plays out based on what people think is a good rut versus a bad rut yeah. versus, you know, I don't get involved in the moons and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, how come? But I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think on, I think I remember seeing something about the moons were saying that that last week of October was supposed to be the best. And that clearly does not play out based on this data. Yeah. 26% down from 17 to 18. And that was supposed to be the rut moon or whatever. Like I said, I don't get involved in that. Some people swear by it. Well, I'm more of the mindset of, as we've kind of mentioned before, be in the woods the first two weeks of November, last week of October, maybe. But from Halloween till the middle of November is every year, week after, you know, year after year is rut. And I think uh, that was Jeff's phone on vibrate. So if any of you want to publicly shame him on Facebook or Instagram, feel free. But hey, we're still new at this podcast thing. So we can cut that out. <laughs> we're we're going to cut that. So now I lost my thought, Jeff. Your vibration messed me up. What was I going to say? Oh, nope. Still lost it. Doesn't matter. Okay. Well, what I was going to say is, uh, in general, I feel that the total harvest is very positive. You know, we're at a positive place right now because of how hard deer have been to hunt so far this season with the factors that are against hunters with poor weather, uh, good acorn mass production. I would say that's the big the one, right? Yeah. Well, the crops and the, the acorn crops and the thing, acorns, right? Like, yeah. And I guess we have had some... Like the weekends, right? The weekends is pro- probably primarily when people are hunting. And you have had some kind of weird weekend weather and wet. Man, it is, has it been wet. Right. So, yeah. Only being down 4% overall, I don't think that's bad at all. Yeah, I think it's positive, you know. And I expect a significant increase for gun season this year based on weather again. Um, 
I expect a significant increase once people start wearing our shirts. Wow, I agree. I agree. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll keep you updated on that trend and as well. The, yes. The t-shirts are available in Hunter Orange. So, yeah. You know, the I, long I, sleeves I, aren't because I don't have the option of, of Hunter Orange in the long sleeve. I have fewer yeah. color options for some reason. Yeah. But I, I think our shirts will be getting delivered like you know, right after Thanksgiving. So look for that spike right after Thanksgiving. Yes. You'll right. see the harvest numbers going up right, right after Thanksgiving. Right. Because of our shirts. Because yeah. of our shirts. Nothing solely to do. because of our right. shirts. Correct. Yes. I think it's so. going to be maybe that first week after Thanksgiving, there'll yeah. be a huge spike. Yes. Uh, but I expect the uh, numbers to go up because of our shirts, because it's the weather will be a little better, a little less rain this year. I'm hoping it looks like there's going to be a little less rain than there has been in the last couple years but specifically last year since that's what we're comparing yeah so hopefully more guys will be out enjoying the sport well and next year next next year next time we do one of these updates we should try to pull like a you know i don't know uh i don't know if weather underground you can get like a summary a a history of the weather you know we can compare weather in 17 to weather in eight that might that would be an interesting sort of data point to talk about but all right well Anything else before we sign off? I don't believe so. Okay. Well, as always, we appreciate all the comments, all the all the interaction on Facebook. Please leave us a review. Leave us any feedback, topic ideas. And again, if you listen through the Radio Public app, that helps the show, helps support the show. Follow us on Facebook, Ohio Huntsman on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We're at Ohio Huntsman Podcast. And... Thanks for listening.